This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD or Compass. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, give us a call 800-339-9252 or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, That way you can make sure you're always kept up to date with the latest episodes. But let's, ladies and gentlemen, start off by welcoming today our co-host, Tony Shore. Tony Shore, how are you doing today? I don't think I've ever been this happy. (laughs) You know that? (laughs) I can believe it. (laughs) Ma'am, I don't think I want to take you or your luggage to the airport. (laughs) I don't think I've ever been this happy, huh? Um, yeah, just a few Bill Murray lines to start our show off properly, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I'm doing great. Seriously. Obviously, I enjoy being on the show. We have some fun. We're going to have some fun today. But we're you haven't also drank too much to- cough syrup, have you? <laughs> it's not so much the speed, really. It's all that cough syrup I drank on the way to work this morning. <laughs> I love that line. That's from the movie Stripes, kids. Well, uh, today we're actually, I think, talking about tax refund options, what to do with all that extra money we're rolling around in. But I've had a great week. Uh, I did get a refund. I know you're going to tell me why that's bad. Well, not exactly, but. Um, but you should. I mean, uh, why, do, why do you get concerned when you hear about people getting these? Yeah, I, I, I've got it planned out. I'm going to get this huge tax refund this year. Well, that just means you gave the government an interest-free loan all year long. You could have been using that money or putting it to better use year-round. So, I mean, to me, that's just bad tax planning. And as you know, we're all about planning. So I, I've never minded when I have a small bill to the government or a small refund back from it. But when there's a huge refund left, chances are you just did some bad planning. Yeah, because that money could have been put into, say, a retirement account or an investment account, an IRA, where it could be earning compounding interest, right? Absolutely. Or you could have just had a couple dollars more in your paycheck every you know there every you week. Go. Whatever it is, you just there's no reason to give the government an interest-free loan all year long. Yeah. So, but what we're going to talk about today, some of the ways you can use it if there was, you know, some not great planning or, you know, maybe you worked in your way into a new tax bracket or unworked your way into a new tax bracket, whichever way it may go. Sure. So uh, we want to just make sure that we're doing the best things we can. And a lot of people, they might have heard that this season's tax returns were not as large as they've been in the past, but the story is kind of involving. So there was uh, there's some data from the IRS.gov released uh, at the end of February 22nd, the week of February 22nd, 2019 this year. It showed that the average tax refund is $3,143. Now, again, 
Do you want to just loan $3,000 to somebody interest-free all the time? Maybe a loved one, but the government, not so much. They wouldn't give it to you interest-free. And uh, that's slightly higher than the average refund filed by roughly the same time in 2018, which was uh, $3,013. So $3,000, again, that's a healthy chunk of change. And it's likely you have some ideas on how to spend that money, but perhaps a new, you know, maybe a new item for the home or an escape to an exotic destination. What we're going to talk about today, though, we're going to talk about this night, um, March 2019 Motley Fool article. It was entitled The Four Best Ways to Use Your Tax Refund. And the article focuses on financially beneficial ways to use your tax refund to set yourself up for future financial security. Not that that escape to the island might be, you know, the worst thing in your life. That's not, I'm not trying to say that, but there's four great ways you can we can use that refund. Ah, uh, yes. We're talking about taxes. One of the few things we can really count on in life, right? Yeah. And, you know, besides for the jokes we might make from Bill Murray or Stripes, one of the old jokes, you know, we, they used to say for sure, you know, the old death and taxes being certain. Now that has been attributed to sometimes Benjamin Franklin, sometimes the author Daniel Defoe. I don't think there's any reason to, you know, debate who that actually was. I thought but you came up with that one. Well, it would seem that way, but again, mine is death and um, better tax planning should be certain. Right. But no, the uh, so the first way we talked, they talked about in the article, create or add to an emergency fund. Now, you've heard me talk about that, especially in the realm of planning. Uh, everyone should have an emergency fund. A lot of people do not have enough funds in their savings accounts in case of emergency. It's kind of sad. Um, GoBankingRates.com has surveyed Americans about how much money they have in their savings accounts. Each year since 2015, survey results have shown that most adults don't even have $1,000 in a savings account. Now, the trend continues in 2018. And emergency savings can help in the event of a major medical issue, household repairs, car repairs, or even avoiding additional debt. So if you can have that emergency fund, you, you should start it. If you don't have it, it's one of those things you should have. You should be drilling into your kids as they're coming out of school. And at the very least, have six months of your, your base expenses put away. It gives you a cushion. You lose your job. You're not immediately going into debt. Once you get to that spot, go ahead and start You know, living more of that life you want to do now. But you should really have that buffer put in place. Well, yeah, and the emergency fund, household repairs, car repairs, that brings me to something I've been thinking about, and that's how long things last. Everything out there, everything, out there, everything we buy has a lifespan. So if a, if a major appliance were to suddenly break, that could be a very expensive and unexpected cost, correct? Yeah, you know, I wish, you know, two generations ago, our grandparents were so good at saving, and they also had stuff that lasted forever. So they were just light years ahead of us. Right. Now we have stuff that's not designed to live as long and people are not doing as good a job at savings. Now appliances, they don't immediately come to mind when you think of an emergency, but you'd certainly feel different if the furnace went out in the middle of the winter yeah. or your air conditioning went out in July in yeah. Florida. You know, So think about your appliances. How old are they? Are you planning to replace them anytime soon? The, the, the International Association of Certified Home Inspectors, one of the that's most in yeah, it's one of the most incredible seminars and weekends you could ever go to. Super exciting so, reading. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, I'm just the, the There's the average lifespan for some common household appliances. Now, I bet you people didn't think they'd learn this tuning into a financial show today, but hang on to your hats, folks. A dishwasher is nine years. Freezers, 10 to 20 years. 
Refrigerator, 9 to 13 years. Central air, 7 to 15 years. And a furnace is 15 to 25 years. Those are just some of the pieces of your home. At the NACHI.org website, you can find out some full life expectancies of those things. But using your tax refund to build up a larger emergency fund could be an extremely valuable way to use your tax refund and avoid accruing debt by having to lay out money for one of those bigger purchases if they were to go down at a bad time. Well, as usual, Matthew, you're giving us amazing, great advice, good tips, but I think you're burying the lead there. The International Association of <laughs> Certified Home Inspectors. Yeah, those guys know uh, how to party. That, that that must be a cesspool of excitement when they get together. <laughs> uh, it's very informative, I'm sure. <laughs> but you mentioned debt. That's, uh, in a serious note, in my experience, obviously debt can be a danger for a lot of us, uh, a lot of Americans out there. So avoiding that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, well, the second way the article recommends you use your refund actually also deals with debt. The suggestion is to use your tax refund to pay down debt. Now you could use the tax refund to pay down a car loan or credit card balance, which would help you avoid future interest and avoiding those interest charges will help save even more money in the long run. It can be a great way to improve your financial situation. You know, you mentioned that in your experience, that can be a danger for a lot of Americans. Let's dive a little further into that. Another resource that I want to utilize for this is an article from thebalance.com from December of 2018. It was called Reasons Debt is Bad for You. Now, it's common to say debt is bad, but let's take a moment to talk about exactly why debt is actually a danger. Yeah, that sounds good. What's the first reason debt is bad for us? Well, the the one they talk about in the article uh, at balance.com is that debt creates the temptation to spend more than you can afford. Now, debt allows for the emotional high of getting new things or having new experiences without feeling the pain of parting with money immediately. It may even feel like you're getting something for nothing, even though you're trading immediate gratification for a potentially higher payment down the road. But debt costs real money. That costs comes in the form of interest that you're paying rather than earning. And the higher the interest rate, the more you'll end up paying. One exception would be a 0% annual percentage rate promotion, but promotions like that usually have limits, qualifications. If you don't follow the rules, you might even potentially incur an even higher interest rate down the line. I know this sounds like common sense knowledge, but it's a good reminder for all of us and maybe even an intro for some people who never even stopped to think about it. So to recap then, debt can create a habit of spending too much and that spending is going to be more expensive in the long run, right? Yeah, yeah. That seems simple enough, but let's drive this one home real quick. The article does a really job of offering a sample scenario. Let's say you decide to get a new living room set for your home. The cost of the set's $2,000. Use a credit card with an annual percentage rate of 11% to pay for the living room set. Now, if you look at, at that balance.com article, if you make the minimum payments to pay off the living room set, you could end up spending more than $3,400 for that living room set. Now, high interest rate is another reason debt can be bad for you. And 11%, that's that's almost pocket change if you think of some of the people that go, I don't want to name these these uh, stores by name, but they're like centers where you rent a thing or um, yep. other, other places like that. You will pay so much money for relatively yep. not great stuff and that you could have just saved up for and bought for a third of the price once you're done yeah, paying all the interest crazy. on it. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's a lot of extra money to spend on the same living room set, like an extra 1400 bucks. Though, 
now that you bring this up, I'm going to feel self-conscious the next time I have you over to the house because you're <laughs> I know be, you didn't do that. You're being eyeing my furniture like, how much did he pay overpay for that? <laughs> so let's take a minute here, though, to let our listeners know how to get a hold of you, Matt. Sure, you can contact us online, compass-ltd.com, or you can call us 800-339-9252, wherever you are in the States. Easy way to get in touch with us by phone. Either way, if you get in touch with us online, you can request a no-cost, no-obligation initial consultation, in which case I suggest you click the top left-hand corner of the page and uh, do the color of money risk analysis, and that way we have a starting off point. We have a discussion when you come in, and we sit down and just talk about the things you need to do to put your comprehensive financial plan in place. All right, that sounds good. And you're listening to the Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. And Matt, we've been talking about um, tax refund options today, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we have. Uh, we were looking at a Motley Fool article called The Four Best Ways to Use Your Tax Refund. Now, we talked about two things already, um, to add to your emergency fund and to reduce debt. Now, what we're going to, uh, in the last segment, we examined a few of the ways debt can be bad for you. But actually, before we move on from the conversation about debt, I do want to point out debt isn't necessarily all bad. It's simply something that's part of your financial picture. There's some financial shows you listen to that says, you know, I have to get out of all debt, all to get rid of all your debt, all of your debt. Well, some debt it's better to carry if you're earning more money elsewhere. Now, in order to make some of life's larger purchases, like a car, home, boat, or some other large item, the other reason you might need debt is you need a history of using debt correctly. If you have never owed any organization any money, you are what they call a credit ghost. And it's almost as bad as having bad credit. You need to have some sort of history. It's, and you want it to be good. Don't get me wrong. You don't want to owe a bunch of people money and have never paid it. But if you don't have any history of credit, being a credit ghost is almost as bad as having bad credit. It, in my opinion, it's not a question of avoiding all debt. It's more of a question of how to use debt correctly to manage your long-term financial health. Good point. I mean, obviously, debt is just one part of a bigger financial strategy uh, and the bigger financial picture. Let's revisit that original article uh, what's the next way to utilize our tax refund? Okay, so the third way to utilize your tax refund to you know, hopefully improve your financial situation, increase your retirement savings. Now, this may be through a lump sum contribution to your 401k or individual retirement account, your IRA. This can also improve your future tax situation. So any contribution to that traditional IRA or 401k can reduce your taxable earnings. A uh, benefit of using your tax refund to increase your retirement savings comes from the potential compounding factor. So you know, when we talked about that couch being so much, well, think about, think about it this way. When you invest money, like I said, instead of earning it, you're paying it. How about earning it? You look at that same Motley Fool article, a tax refund of $2,500 today would be worth more than $19,000 in 30 years if it was invested and you got, got a 7% annual rate of return. Now, even if you don't have 30 years before retirement, every cent of additional savings can have a long-term impact. So are there limits to how much we can contribute to one of these individual retirement accounts? Uh, there definitely are contribution limits. It can be confusing for people to follow the changes. So each year, the Internal Revenue Service, the IRS, uh, posts this for us to know. So you can, uh, in November of 2018, they announced the limits for 2019. I want to be as precise as possible. This is taken right from irs.com. Uh, and this is, uh, there was a 
they put an article on there, a newsroom article, 401k contribution limit increases to 19,000 for 2019 and the IRA limit increases to 6,000. And it read, you know, the contribution for employee limit for employees who participate in 401k, 403b, most 457 plans and the federal government's thrift savings plan is increased from 18,500 to $19,000. And the limit on annual contributions to an IRA, which last actually increased in 2013, it is increased from 5,500 to 6,000. The additional catch-up contribution limit for individuals age 15 over is not subject to an annual cost of living adjustment. It remains a thousand dollars. So that's some, yeah. I mean, it's boring information, but factual. <laughs> well, you have to know. Yeah, it, you, it's you good need to know. know that. That's important. Yeah. So that means individuals who haven't uh, reached those contribution limits, they could potentially use that tax refund money to add additional funding to their IRAs, right? Potentially they can. Those limits up to 19000 and 6000 on the other ones. It's important you work with your financial services professional to make sure which contributions apply to your financial situation. Yeah, I think that's huge. Now, you mentioned something uh, that I'm not familiar with. What's the thrift savings plan? This one's even more exciting than the other stuff I just talked about. The thrift savings well, just plan. Give us a brief. You know, <laughs> let's not. Be I know. Crazy. I know. No. 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 It's you'll either hear it called the TSP or thrift savings plan. It's tax deferred retirement saving and investment vehicle offered to federal employees. So the, it, it helps federal employees have the same opportunity to save some income, receive some matching contributions, reduce their taxable income, um, and. Federal employees who participated in the TSP are 50 and over and who also participate in 401k, 403b, or most 457 plans did not receive a contribution limit increase for 2019. So just good to know there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, once again, why don't we let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, Matthew? They can call 800-339-9252 or they can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. We have... EAs on staff, CFPs on staff. We have we have a lot of people working all across the financial sphere to help know all these little nitty gritty details, whether it's your retirement income savings, how to reduce debt, etc. We help all our clients with every aspect of their financial lives. And, you know, you just get in touch with us. If you're listening to this show, it's a great way to get a complimentary, no cost, no obligation, initial consultation. We'll sit down. We'll talk about the steps you need to take to put your financial plan in place so you can have that life you want in the future while maintaining that balance of that lifestyle you want today as well. That's awesome. And listeners, this is the Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And today you've been talking about the four best ways to use your tax refund. And Matt, you've already discussed three of the ways to add to your emergency fund. That was one. Reduce debt is two and maximize contributions to your tax-deferred retirement accounts. Now, before we end the show today, what's the final way you wanted to talk about, the final way to use our tax refund? Well, I'm going to reward those people that have listened this far, because if you've listened this far, you probably, maybe, hopefully, you've already done the first two. And uh, now we're in, into a kind of new new territory here. The final way to use your tax refund, consider investing in a taxable brokerage account. It may be a good option for you, especially if you've already maxed out your allowed retirement savings account contributions. The funds would be potentially available for withdrawal before you're age 59 and a half because they're not in a retirement plan. It's important to remember you will be taxed 
on any capital gains you realize through your brokerage account. So you want to be sure to consult your tax professional or a financial service professional to answer any questions about tax or capital gains implications if yeah. you do have a have one of those. I think that's I think that's important. So um, maybe you can remind us uh, what are some of the benefits of a taxable brokerage account. Okay, uh, we often talk about 401k accounts and IRAs, even sometimes Ross, but we don't always bring up taxable brokerage accounts as an option. Uh, you can open a taxable investment account with any brokerage firm. Taxable brokerage accounts, not commonly referred to as retirement accounts, like I said, but they're still a tool you can use for wealth accumulation. Funds in a taxable brokerage account, not subject to early withdrawal penalties or required minimum distribution. So it allows for more freedom in accessing the funds. Yeah, I, I think that's important. And you know what? I feel that we've covered a lot of information on today's show, right? Yeah, Tony, we certainly have. Today, we've examined a few ways you can use your tax refund to change your financial situation. You could even split your refund between several of these options. Now, a tax refund could be an opportunity you may want to take advantage of to change your financial picture. Now, these are just a few of the potential financial options for your refund. I really encourage all our listeners Consult with a financial service professional to find the option that fits their unique financial situation. Well, as usual, our time has just flown by and our time is up for this week's show, Matt. Is there anything else you want to add or share with us before we have to go today? Yeah, you know, let's toot my own horn real quick. As much as this information seems like it applies to absolutely everyone across the board all the time, it's so informative, a little tongue-in-cheek, it really needs to apply to your unique situation. And a great way to do that, go to our website, compass-ltd.com. In the top left-hand corner is a button called the Color of Money Risk Analysis. It's an 11-question self-assessment uh, little test you take, and it's going to give you this score. That score is going to tell us your unique situation. It's going to give us a framework to work from to talk about the steps you need to take to make sure that all these pieces of your financial picture start to fall into place. If you'd like help with that, call us, visit us online. You can call 800-339-9252 or visit compass-ltd.com. We can help you achieve that life you want in the future while keeping that eye on the life you want today. All right. That sounds great. Thanks, Matt. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.